Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. This podcast is designed to share important legal information without the stuffy legal jargon. I'm Tracy Mylacrane. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Rise Up in Business podcast. This time of year is a great opportunity to be thinking about time off over the Christmas and New Year period. I'm going to talk today about why my view is that we shouldn't be working all the time. I don't make any secret of the fact that I no longer subscribe to the hustle culture or the belief that we need to be doing all the time. This is really topical at this time of year when I'm talking to my clients about their downtime over the Christmas period and whether they're shutting down and how it is that they can communicate that to their clients and their team for a really positive, successful break. And when I say successful break, I mean guilt-free. And I mean a break where the business keeps ticking or the business doesn't fall over and fold if you take a couple of weeks off over Christmas. So I learned the hard way during the earlier years in my legal practice that working all the time and being on all the time is a surefire way to fast track yourself to burnout. And in my case, adrenal fatigue and chronic stress. So the legal profession, as most people know, traditionally rewards long hours, burnout, no life. It's all viewed as the necessary path to success. And whilst some lawyers would take time off or extended time off over the Christmas period, the Christmas New Year period, that was usually the more senior associates and partners. Those that weren't senior associates and partners usually only took the 10 days or so over the forced shutdown where the businesses or the firms close over that period. But it's not enough. And at the time, I didn't know that, but it's not enough. You know yourself. If you're go, 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 it takes you a significant time to actually wind down and then get into that state of calm or relative peace where you can recharge. 10 days is not enough. I found that. What I found over the many years that I worked in that space is that that path really was guaranteed to cause burnout, to cause a plethora of health issues, and it actually reduced productivity overall and ultimately increased the platform for making mistakes. Because if you think about it, when you're feeling stressed all the time and rushed and you lack clarity and you lack that sharp focus and you're not prioritising yourself or your health, so you're not sleeping well and you're tired, you get the picture. You can see all too well that this is just a downward spiral and it's not good. It wasn't until I stepped away from that when I experienced for the first time in my career what it was actually like to not have those expectations placed on you and I experienced how it felt to have space in your life on a a daily and weekly basis where you could just be. So you weren't rushing and you weren't stressing and you could take time to just be a person where you didn't have to be doing all the things every waking moment and I experienced the incredible benefits on my health, even as a new parent, they were profound. They really were. I found it mind-blowing. I really did because I was in the thick of it for so long. It didn't occur to me that there was another way. 
obviously, it occurs to me now, there's another way because I've lived it. And now I like to share it with as many business owners as I can to offer my perspective and my experience to help make informed decisions going forward for other business owners. I've also discovered the magic that lies within human design. For many of you, you will know what human design is. For others, it will be new. If it's new, go and look it up. Honestly, it's been a game changer for me. But in essence, my take of human design is that it gives you permission to be you and it accepts that we're all different and we all have different ways of working and being and living and different formulas apply to each of us to get the best out of our days and ourselves, the best out of our lives. I'm a projector. And what that means is I'm not designed to be on all the time. I'm not designed to be working all the time. And when I discovered this, it made so much sense to me. And all of a sudden, I felt permission to be me. I felt for the first time like I wasn't effective. And I felt like, oh my gosh, there's actually a reason behind me wanting to work the way that I do. And it doesn't fit into that traditional mould of those businesses that want their pound of flesh, their 80-hour weeks, you know, 50 weeks of the year. It doesn't fit into that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with me for not wanting to fit in with that. Oh, that was so liberating for me to discover that. And I've spoken to so many business owners, colleagues, friends, clients, who have since been down this what I call a beautiful rabbit hole of human design that I honestly hope I never come out of. But I've spoken to so many people who are also feeling that rejuvenation and innovation that comes from understanding why you are the way you are. Aside from my personal journey and my love of all things human design, from what I see working with so many small business owners, when we're constantly putting pressure on ourselves to be on all the time and working in the business at every waking moment and seeing taking a break as a luxury and we don't have time for it and it's selfish or it's indulgent to do all those things, what I see is that perception often moulded by outdated societal expectations doesn't serve. Maybe it did once, I don't know, but it certainly doesn't serve now. And when I marry that with what I've learnt about human design and I draw on my own experience about what I know works for me and what I see works for other people, It's just so crystal clear that no one needs to be working all the time. If you have a think about it now and you think, when was the last time you felt inspired and innovated by your business? And are you in love with your business? Or are you feeling like you're suffering from a lack of drive, a lack of motivation, lack of energy, lack of creativity? Which one resonates with you? If it's the latter and you sit and reflect Is your business better off when you're feeling like that? Are your team better off when you're feeling like that? How about your health, your mental health and your personal well-being? Is that all better off when you feel that lack? It's not. It's, It's really not. And, of course, we know that. But the question then becomes how do we deal with it? But the reality is we need to deal with it because... Statistics according to Microsoft Work Trends, as at September this year, Australian workers are suffering a higher level of burnout at work compared to anywhere else in the world. So the report that I've read says that 62% of Australians are experiencing burnout compared with 48% in other countries. That's Australians employed in the workforce. It's actually higher for management level at 66% and the comparison is 53% globally. So that's significant. 
The report also found that there's a real disconnect between bosses and staff in terms of productivity and what it means. And of that survey, 90% of managers said that the shift to hybrid working and working from home has rattled their confidence in terms of their workers' productivity. 90% has rattled their confidence in terms of their workers' productivity because they can't see them. But yet 85% of the employees that were interviewed said that they've never worked harder trying to do all the things, even though they're working from home. So there's just such a disconnect. And my view is that we need to have more conversations around workplace arrangements, productivity, and what the expectations are. Because I don't subscribe to the view that the harder you work, the more productive you are. In fact, my view is the contrary. It needs to be acknowledged and recognised that everybody's different and there's just no one-size-fits-all when it comes to the way we treat employees and the way we treat our team because everyone's different and what works well for one won't work well for the other. And if we want to set ourselves up for success and if we don't want our people burning out and if we don't want to increase that platform for mistakes, then we need to understand what it is that makes us work better and then what it is that makes our employees and our team members work better. And I think that now, this time of year, is the perfect time to be pausing to reflect on these things whilst we plan for our Christmas and New Year shutdown, whilst we allow ourselves an opportunity to take a break and we allow our team an opportunity to take a break, switch off, rejuvenate all the things. What does that actually look like for our business? It's also the perfect time to plan for 2023 and what that looks like in terms of not only business objectives and revenue objectives and output, but what it looks like in terms of time off for ourselves and time off for our team. Because we need opportunities to recharge throughout the year. And in order to facilitate that, the working arrangements we have for ourselves and our team need to allow for opportunities to recharge throughout the year. And that needs to be tailored to work for our business. And it needs to be aligned with our business values, which no doubt somewhere in that list of values is positive working environments for our team. We want our team to have an environment and an opportunity to thrive. Same for ourselves. We want to set ourselves up for success and our businesses up for success. By extension, we want to set our team up for success. So how do we do that and what does it look like for our business? And every business is unique and every business is different. What I also like to say on this is this is not set and forget. So clients will say to me, all right, we're going to introduce a couple of extra days and you'll leave, but I still want it to be taken in these time periods. There you go, Tracy. Can you amend our employment agreements? We'll send it to our staff. Fantastic. Away we go. Well, that's a great start. But first, we need to have the conversations with the team to make sure that it's going to be received the way you're intending it. But secondly, it's not set and forget. So we need to make a a note or a point of checking in at the end of the quarter or at the end of six months to see how it's going. And like I always say, an employee arrangements form part of the annual legal checklist that if you don't have a copy by now, please do yourself a favour and grab a copy of the free annual legal checklist that I've designed specifically for small business owners, because as a part of that is making sure that your documents, including your employment agreements and your contractor agreements, are updated regularly to reflect the current arrangements with your team members. So it's not set and forget, but it's a great opportunity to say, this is what we're going to trial, we'll check in in six months, and then this time next year we'll reflect and see how it went. And then we've got some markers and we can see what's working. As you can tell, not only from this episode, but all of my episodes on the podcast and all of my resources on the website and my social media content, I take a holistic 
view of a business. When I'm working with a client, I take a holistic view. So it's not just pigeonholed, I'll help you with your T's and C's, or I'll help you with your lease, or I'll help you with your employment agreements. I like to get to know the business owner, so my client, understand what's important to them, and then get to know the business and understand the business. And that's where I can add most value. So when we start having these conversations, and clients do it now, they ring up and they need to book in a time. Yes, they phone me and we jump on a call. We have a conversation about where the team's at, how they're feeling, what the frustrations are, what the pain points are, and then we start brainstorming solutions for going forward. But I can add most value in those types of situations because I know the business and I know the client. I know what makes them tick. I know what's important to them. I know the history. So that's the benefit of having someone like a business lawyer, so someone like me, in your corner who knows the business inside out so that we can have some really efficient and effective conversations about these types of things when we're looking at improving the way we work and improving our business processes and systems. And ultimately, what works well for us and what works well for our team will have a flow-on effect and work really well for the business and the outcomes that the business can achieve. I hope that's resonated with you. I hope you've got some food for thought or some little nuggets of gold out of this episode, particularly at this time of year when you're starting to think about what your shutdown period looks like and how it is you're going to approach it with your team. As I've mentioned, the annual legal checklist is a really valuable resource that if you don't have a copy by now, please go and grab one. You get a free copy from the website. We'll pop the link into the show notes and keep that in the top drawer as a resource that you can pull out every six or 12 months and cast your eye over to make sure you've got all your ducks in a row, to make sure everything's updated. That's what I intended it to be used for when I designed it. And I know from the clients that I work with that it delivers real peace of mind because you know nothing's falling through the gaps. If any of this has triggered you or if any of this has inspired you to make some changes or to have some productive conversations in your business, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can book in for a free chat via the website. You can get in touch with me via DMs on Instagram or send me an email and we can make a time to have a conversation to see what we need to do to get your business set up for success moving forward. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll catch you next time. 